0: I have a super fabulous guest from Los Angeles, California, my friend, my neighbor, and she's fabulous, and she's all about that lifestyle. We have Arlene Jimenez on Windy World Daily with Wendy
1: Washington. Hello, Miss Arlene. How are you? Hello, I am grateful. I am happy to be here. Um, Thank you so much for having me on. Yes, I'm excited to be able to finally get with you. So um, thank you. Great and blessed. Definitely. How are you doing? Awesome. I'm doing
0: good. And I want to tell my listeners and viewers a little bit how I met you. I would be rushing, taking the elevator with my coffee sun visor my usual uniform my goggles and my leggings and sweats on and this lady fabulous always walking in the elevator at the same time we would always catch each other she would just be so fabulous full of energy on her way out i mean every day sharp clean just fly and i'm like i wonder what she do i wonder what she do that's what i kept telling myself so one time I caught up with her on the elevator and I asked her like, so what do you do? Um, and so she told me that she's an executive for a business, but we still didn't have an opportunity to dive into it. So then ironically on social media, ironically the same person, ironically, I end up filling out her form. On her page, and what she does, she is a, a six figure earner, six figure mm-hmm. earner with Primerica, original vice president that's holding down Los Angeles, and she's amazing. And that's what she does, and she is also lifestyle
1: all day. She, she has it honestly. It Thank you. Well, funny story is, I actually, uh, when I moved into my building three years ago, I kind of wanted to see who lived in my building on social media. And I actually discovered you on social media. And I had, it was all energy because I had been wanting, I was like, look at this woman, right? She's big on the platform. You know, you had a fabulous campaign going on. I want to support the campaign, right? And so it was all manifested. You know, I saw you. And then when I saw you in the elevator, I was like, wow, this is my shot to speak to this amazing woman that I follow on Instagram. So feeling is definitely mutual. Thank you. Um, I definitely see how great you are doing on the platform. So I wanted to get to know you anyway. So it was an honor when I saw you reach out. I was like, oh man, I was already thinking about figuring out a way to connect with you anyway. So Thank you so much. Now we have a great relationship. Um, moving forward, we're great neighbors. Um, we're both fabulous. Yes. <laughs> so continuing on. So thank you again um, for the for the opportunity. We have talked about this before, so we made it happen. We and, made um, it happen. I- can you good? Okay. yes? So um, is it possible you can
0: explain um, to my guests and viewers? Um, the importance of life insurance for individuals and
1: families. Absolutely. See, um, I was actually 25 years old. I was a nurse's assistant. I grew up in the inner city of Los Angeles, and I had no idea what life insurance was about. Um, I had, I didn't know what it meant. I didn't know how it, what it actually entailed. I had no idea. And so when I came across an amazing company, Primerica, I was very open-minded to new ways of thinking. Um, I was open-minded. I knew that there was always more to learn. So I definitely was always curious of certain things um, when it comes to um, just evolving, right? As young as I was there, was, there was not a lot of the social media platforms that we have today in 2001, 2002, 2003. Um, and so um, being in high school, I actually used to work at UCLA. So when I worked at UCLA during my high school senior year, I became curious, right? So when the word life insurance came about through uh, my company, I found, I'm, I found myself curious about it. And what I learned about the importance of life insurance is things that are not taught in our community, which is Import, the most important thing about life insurance is what it can do for families in the event of a breadwinner being gone. See, we don't take the time to think what would happen if a breadwinner—right, a, a husband and wife, or single mom, single dad, whoever is a breadwinner of the of a household—what would happen in the event that if they would pass away prematurely? How would the family continue the lifestyle? That has been built for them, if that income is gone forever, the importance of life insurance is really to replace income. That's what the importance of life insurance is, right? Um there's so many stories, so many narratives out there, we'll get into that in a little bit, right? But just generically, just the just if you kinda like, kinda clear out. You know all the extras. The importance of life insurance is to make sure that in the event of a premature, right, uh, untimely death of a breadwinner, the income doesn't go with the with the loved one. The income continues to come into the household in the event of a premature death of a breadwinner. That's what the importance of life insurance is. That's very well explained.
0: And thank you for setting the boundaries and the clarities of what it means. What are the key factors people should consider when selecting a life
1: insurance policy? The key factors is really kind of what you want to do is cut down to the what you really want life insurance to do, right? Um, we get lost in the narrative of what the insurance industry says to do when it comes to your life insurance, right? So the main key factor when it comes to determining about your life insurance is, what do you want it to do? Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, people don't buy life insurance in the way that it's supposed to be used, right? We think of, oh, I want a life insurance that I can use with what would they say in the industry, living benefits. So the key factor is, what is your understanding of life insurance? What do you think the life insurance is supposed to be doing for you as a policy holder? And for your beneficiaries, and that's what most people don't understand about Primerica. See, we're not a sales agent. We don't just sell life insurance. We're true educators to really kind of do a customized, complimentary overview, right, to a client, and see what is actually what they actually need. What is their real needs for life insurance, and just let life insurance do what it's supposed to do. Absolutely. Okay.
0: Absolutely. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, What. Now,
0: could you share some common misconceptions or myths about life insurance
1: that you often encounter in your in your profession? Absolutely. I've been in this industry now um, with our company, Primerica, for 15 years. So uh, this is not a trend for me. This is what I've been doing for 15 years. I left my nursing career to dive into this industry. And it's industry. funny, you
0: mentioned a key factor, trend.
1: Trend, Yes. Um, a lot of people in today's world, there's so many opportunities, so many options. People do, you know, one industry and then they do another industry and then they, they follow trends. Like if I can say this on your time, now everyone wants to do Airbnb, but that was a trend. Now you're you, you are like coming, back, coming in on the back end, right? <laughs> people are trying to do the trading. That was a trend. For me, this is not a trend. This is a way of life. Educating families on life insurance is a way of life for me. Important, explaining the importance in our communities, how to make sure that we take control of our financial future, right? Um, and so when, with that being said, the biggest misconception when it comes to life insurance, right, is how can I use my life insurance while I'm alive? I need life insurance for my whole life. I need life insurance that's permanent. I would like the life insurance that has cash value in it. And in today's world, Ms. Wendy, in today's world, I'm here to debunk the misconception of infinite banking concept. It is the biggest trend and it is the biggest ripoff in our communities. It truly is. I am open to say it. I'm open to be blunt because I have Proof.
0: <laughs> and, and that's okay. why I have you on my show to set the record straight because you are an expert and licensed in this field. And not only licensed yes. in the state of California, but across the board. You're able to help anyone in this country. You hear that?
1: <laughs> yes, I am licensed to do business in 45 states. Okay. Uh, so i got five more states to go right i actually have a young lady that's moving to puerto rico so i'll be able to do business in puerto rico here pretty soon as well okay because we are in all 50 states including canada and puerto rico but yes absolutely i'm able to share the education share the knowledge share all the information on any platform throughout the united states i have been um, license, you can look me up. You could go on the Department of Insurance, pull up my name Arlene Jimenez, and you can see my um, life insurance agent ID on uh, the actual internet. That's public information. Um but the biggest misconception, and let me just kind of go back on that. Um let me kind of share a lot of people don't know this, but Primerica was started by a gentleman that got ripped off by the insurance industry. Art Williams, his father, unfortunately passed away with a cash value life insurance policy. Okay, and today you would think of whole life, it's cash value. Infinite banking concept is an index universal life policy, is cash value. So the founder of our company, he wasn't excited to sell life insurance. Like I was going to be a nurse. I didn't think I would sell life insurance. What happened was when he found out that his father could have been sold an actual term policy with more coverage for less premiums, Art Williams really took took it a personal that why would someone sell his father this particular plan? And so he decided to get licensed in the industry, not because he was excited to sell life insurance. He decided to get licensed in the industry to correct an injustice. So most people don't know this, but Primerica is a crusade driven business. It's a, a business of individuals that are on a mission to correct an injustice in the insurance industry. So I wanted to share that. So the biggest misconception is you need whole life insurance, you need cash value, um, get universal life. If you don't die, you get your money back. These are alert, alert, alert. If I don't die, I wanna be able to get my money back. Let's say that slowly, Ms. Wendy. If I don't die, that doesn't make any sense because we're all gonna die, it's not if, is when. So that's the biggest misconception, if I don't die. So we're an advocate for term insurance, right? I can always dive into the details of that. But again, let me go back to this. The insurance industry has created a narrative in our communities that we should not buy term. They've done such a good job when the minute you say term insurance, like, oh, no, I don't want term. But in actuality, all life insurance policies, all of them are term inside a whole life, inside a cash value, inside a universal life policy. They are all term. Just most people, unfortunately, don't know how to read in between the lines. So I'm here to share this. I read policies. I do complimentary overviews. And I will tell you this, in any policy, in any contract, we all know this, in business, in any contract that you may be put in a position to sign, what are we used to saying? Let me read before I sign, right? So... The bold print, give it, but the fine print, take it away. And that's what I'm here to share. Those misconceptions that people don't know how to read. Wow. That's
0: amazing. You just taught me something as well. Thank you. How has life insurance, how, excuse me, how has the life insurance industry evolved in recent years and what trends do you see shaping its future?
1: Oh man, I can go on and on about this subject. We have the opportunity to have so much more, um, so many more, excuse me, we have the opportunity to have so many more platforms in our new world today with technology, okay? So the, to shed light on financial literacy and financial education has become more sexy and attractive today because of the platforms that we're able to utilize. Right? We have these tools like on social media, whether it's Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, LinkedIn, um, YouTube channels. And so a lot of information comes from these social media platforms. And it's actually a great thing to embrace this technology world. I love to be able to connect with you. You know, I'm here in, in, West, uh, in Beverly Hills, right? And I'm still able to connect with you um, through this amazing platform. So we have great technology today to be able to share more information. You know, they say this, either you're using technology or technology Absolutely. is using you, right? And and <laughs> it's so funny because even you
0: being in Beverly Hills and us being in our building, we have used Zoom <laughs> when I could have oh, knocked yeah, on the you. door. You're up there. Knocked on your door just to come see you. And we're just, you know, going inside of Zoom communicating, so. That's liberating. It's, been, right. it's, so, it's crazy how it all works.
1: Yes, <laughs> that is true. So well, to, to answer your question, right? So how has the life insurance industry involved in, in this new platform? The reality is 41% of millennials and Gen Zs are getting their information from TikTok. The people are getting their financial Education, if they can say education, their financial information, financial literacy from TikTok. So the conversations of financial literacy, generational wealth, financial education are all hot topics today because of the platforms that we have. But unfortunately, it's still right. misinformation. It's miseducation. We already know this, right? We know that knowledge is power. Everybody agrees with that. But then we know the step. the next step is applied knowledge is what's really power. But then what if you have the wrong knowledge? I'm taking the fifth. So the new world. <laughs> I'm gonna take the fifth. So I'm taking the fifth, but, uh, but, but that's what it is. So in the future as technology and and the way the industry is involved evolving in the future let's make sure we have the right knowledge who is behind the scenes giving me the information is it for their own you know uh uh, financial gain or is it really just to advocate for the community i'm an advocate for the community i want to make sure that our community being from the inner city, that we stop suffering yes. from gentrification, gentrification, that we truly build generational wealth, that we truly transfer generational wealth. I don't have a financial personal interest. I have more of a, of a way to use this um, vehicle to create a new norm in our communities. And in return, financially it will be okay because I'm making sure that we're doing the right job for, for our clients, our families, you know, benefactors, the whole nine. So I went a little deep on that, but... Yeah, but can, that's okay. You know, follow that's me okay with that. because then,
0: you know, as soon as it rings a bell with the person that's hearing this conversation, they will be contacting you because they know that you know what you're
1: talking about. How about that? <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. I I have been able to not only just kind of share things that I've been taught, I've been able to actually learn for myself, right? Um, I've been fortunate to, be part, for, fortunate to be part of just one company for the last 15 years. So I've seen the good, the bad, the ugly. Do life insurance companies pay? That's a big one. People don't, don't buy life insurance because they don't know if the company actually- when, going they, to when pay. is the company going right? to cut the check to the family, let's be clear.
0: Uh, so we say, let's be clear. Exactly. <laughs> How long is it going to take that's, that's, for that's the insurance company
1: right to there. cut the check? Oh, excuse me. Uh, that's what I said, yes. you know? So can you still hear me? That's okay. Okay, I apologize. I lost you first.
0: Yeah, that's okay. Where
1: do we go? Okay, there we go. I apologize. Um, so... Okay, so here's what I I wanted to share with that being said. That is so big. I truly believe that more people would get life insurance, right, if they really trusted the person giving the information, right? Um, 42% of Americans don't have any life insurance, okay? And I believe it's because who's receiving the information? Can they trust the person? Are they getting the right information? I hear all these things on social media, but now I don't know if I'm pulled do whole life or do term, or they're saying don't do term, they're saying don't and do what whole about life, this thing I'm just all forget about it, right? But, well, universal life insurance gotcha. is a form of whole life insurance. That's one thing I, I, I missed um, on, on the top part when we talked about the misconceptions. Let me just make this very clear. Whenever someone's talking to you about using universal life insurance, as a way to create an investment okay universal life insurance is being sold to the consumer Mm -hmm. as an investment vehicle okay so what they use it as you can get a percentage rate of return on your money so you're getting interest on your money right you get to use this life insurance as a retirement plan you can use this life insurance to pull money out You know what the biggest one is that people like to hear from these particular universal life policies, you can get tax free money, everybody wants to get over the the government tax free money, you could borrow against it, you could be your Mm. own bank. That's what universal life insurance, right? Well, life insurance has been around since the 1800s, all of a sudden, they know that universal life can get away with having, you know, being able to pull money out tax free. What they don't tell you is that the minute you use life insurance as an investment vehicle is the me- the minute that you are not under federal regulation. The minute you take your money into a life insurance policy, that money is not federally regulated. The minute you write a check to a life insurance company, that money belongs to the life insurance company it no longer belongs in you, in your hands, versus had you put your money in the bank, right? The bank has, it's federally insured. But the minute you put money in a life insurance policy, it is not federally regulated anymore. See, life insurance agents, we do not have a fiduciary responsibility to our clients. Think about that. But if I sell an investment, right? Uh, an investment instrument like a 401k, a mutual fund, if I'm a securities licensed representative, I have a fiduciary responsibility to my client. So if you ever notice based on history, you've never noticed a life insurance agent ever go to That's jail true. for selling the wrong kind of life insurance. But if you leave, if you lose somebody's <laughs> money from the stock market, right? What do they call it the white collar crime? Fact. You're going to see them get arrested and go to jail. And that's the key. That that is the key, right? So most people when they invest money, they don't want to lose their money. Oh, I don't want to lose my money. I don't want to lose my money. So then here comes an insurance agent, "Okay, put it in an IUL in a universal life policy. It's not going to lose money. It's the worst investment mm-hmm. vehicle you wow. can ever use." Thank you for clearing that up because ever. I don't think right
0: the commentary that you just said, I I don't think I've ever, I've never heard that. No, one's never really discussed it like ever. And you know, and I'm looking for information and I read a lot. So I'm so happy that you clarified that like liter literally, because I think a lot of people are going for this universal, Absolutely. uh, insurance because they think that that's the way they think that they're they have this money that they could pull out whenever they want, and they're thinking it's some sort of you know investment. When overall that money, they're not going to ever get that back.
1: Never. I will. I would live. I would leave um, some tips. You know, if you ever think about this, um, if you want to just kind of find out for yourself, if you go on Google and you type, "Who keeps your cash value?" When you pass away, it's clearly going to say the life insurance company. It reverts back to a life insurance company. So if you have money saved in any type of life insurance policy, it's never going to go that cash value, that universal life, um, that whatever monies that you've invested in the universal life, Mm -hmm. when in the event of passing away, it doesn't go to your families. OK, and so why would you put mm-hmm. money in a vehicle that you're having a guaranteed loss? Right. Um, and right. so these are the things that, again, that's what we're here for. Here's the challenge, Ms. Wendy. There's 500 life insurance right. companies and there's only one Primerica. So we're bottling out, you know, all these misconceptions in the industry day yes. in and day out. I'm feeling like I'm in the battlefield every day. I replace policies every day. I mean, think about it. How are we truly going to create generational wealth? That's so great. I mean, Nipsey Hussle talked about it in a song, right? Million dollar life insurance on my flesh. It's already become sexy to talk about generational wealth, million dollar life insurance policies. Yes, I want to have the million dollar life insurance policy. But if, I need, if, if my premium is $1,000 a month, $1,400 a month, Well, what average family can afford $1,500 a month for a million dollars of life insurance? And so, and with that that said,
0: and chiming into the same subject, what advice do you have for individuals who are unsure about whether they need life insurance or how much coverage
1: should they have? That's a great question. Um, If you have anyone depending on you financially, okay, if anyone, whether you have little children, little ones, whether you have parents, right, whether you have siblings, you know, sometimes we lose our parents and I have to take care of my brothers and my sisters. If there's anybody that's depending on you financially, you need life insurance, okay? Now, if you ask me personally, everybody needs life insurance. I was 25 years old when I first got my individual life insurance policy outside of my job. When I first just came into um, this information, it made sense, Ms. Wendy. In all honesty, this was the question given to me. I am 25 years old, I'm in school full-time, I work full-time, I travel the world, I hang out, I'm always out and about, I don't have any children, I don't own a home. But I do have mom and dad, right? So the question was asked, Arlene, if something were to happen to you tomorrow, you know, God forbid, right? Do you want to leave your mom financially in a position where she's asking for donations? At that time, there was no GoFundMes, right? So car washes, today GoFundMes. Do you want to really leave your family in a position, in a vulnerable financially financial position to ask for strangers for money to bury you? Or a small percentage of your check Do you want to get yourself some life insurance and you rather leave your family an actual check? My first life insurance policy at 25 years old was $300,000 worth of life insurance. I was 25 years old, no kids, no mortgage, mom, dad still working. But I knew that if anything were to happen to me, I would rather leave my mom in a financial better position than leave her struggling trying to figure out how to bury me. Right. And so, even though I didn't have kids, no one was depending on me financially, I still wanted to make sure that I did what was right, right? That's number one, that's my personal, right? On the other hand, you wanna get life insurance while you're young and you're healthy. See, a lot of people think it's not gonna happen to me just yet. I'll get it later, I'll get it later. And then we might run into some health challenges. I have a dear friend, at 27 years old, got diagnosed with four autoimmune diseases at 27. So now at that point, you might become uninsurable. So number one, get life insurance if you have any, anybody that's depending on you financially. Number two, get it while you're young and you're healthy. Your premiums are a lot better when you're younger, when you're healthier, right? And how much life insurance does someone actually need? That's the biggest question. How much do I actually need? I'll give you two two tips. The biggest tip is if you're replacing your income, if your family, if you bring home, let's say $50,000 a year at your job, you bring home. Experts say that you need at least 10 times your annual income because had you lived for the next 10 years, that's how much money was going to come into your household anyways. So if I'm making $70,000 a year, $50,000 a year, $100,000 a year, just multiply it times 10. So $50,000 right. a year times 10, that's 500000 of life insurance right there, right? And if you just recently bought a home, if you still have any type of debt, outstanding debt, more importantly, a mortgage, so then basically, you add your balance and of were, your mortgage and, and to what that. That's so saying, it's easily in LA. Because then... Easy- that policy would
0: include the bills that are left over so that spouse or family could pay off those bills.
1: Right. See, once I pass away, the rent doesn't stop coming in. The bills don't stop coming in, right? The lifestyle that you have created for your family, it does doesn't stop, right? So it's just income to help sustain your family for X amount of time while they get their bearings, right? Whether whether someone's going to raise your children, they need financial help. I heard it takes like, what? 500,000 to raise, raise a child over the course of- It's so expensive of, these I, I days. I 500,000, I don't know. I mean,
0: but I, that's a whole nother discussion. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, we heard. heard, I don't know. Heard.
1: <laughs> I say I heard. <laughs> I get to pick up my niece. Yeah, I get to pick up. I get to pick up my niece and nephew right. um, when I when I go down there to to visit them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I pick them up exactly. and I drop them off. I pick well, them. <laughs>
0: enclosure. Can yep. you please share with my listeners and viewers how could they find you and how could they contact you? Absolutely.
1: Well, I'm not sure I was going to share, but I definitely I'm on social media on the platforms of Instagram, right? Um, so well, my actual handle for Instagram no. is Arlene. I don't know if Say I can type right here. I'm sorry. A-R-L-E-N-E. My first name, Arlene. So A-R-L-E-N-E-J-A-Y underscore. That's my Instagram handle. Okay. <laughs> and I am also on TikTok. I'm just getting myself in that platform of TikTok and on mm-hmm. TikTok my handle on, on TikTok, I will say it's Arlene Finance. Just very simple. Arlene and, Ar- Arlene Finance. Um those are the best ways to contact me. So once me, again for um, Instagram directly, is Arlene, A R L E N E J A Y underscore
0: and then for TikTok Arlene Finance. And she could get you together, and she's
1: quick, fast. Mm -hmm.
0: She will put you in her calendar. She will set you up with a Zoom presentation. And um, any questions that you would have for her, she will be able to answer them. And then if you have family or relatives or anyone else that need to speak to a life insurance agent that is licensed, as well as a fifteen-year veteran in financial services, she is that person.
1: I am the go-to. I do complimentary reviews, no commitment. I'm just here to give information and and really just share the knowledge um, with that. With that being said, so I'm here to give a complimentary assessment, complimentary overview, whether you have job insurance, individual insurance, whatever it is that you have, any questions, I'm very clear, very open. Um, If you have a good policy, I'm like, you have a good policy, right? Um, So I'm very, very transparent when it comes to the information. I have a whole campaign teaching how money works, financial literacy, financial education, Mission Ms. Wendy, if I can just share this, my mission is to truly educate our communities on information that needs to be it, it, it needs to be transferred. It's education and information that's not being taught in school because the next generation, we're either setting them up for success or we're falling behind financially. And I'm truly passionate about making sure that we're in 2023 today, right? Financially, we're failing financially because these are certain concepts that are not hidden. They're not secrets. These are just simple concepts that we need to learn about and apply, right? But when the insurance industry or the financial industry have their own agenda and their own narrative, we're kind of lost in the sauce. So I wanna make sure that our community stays in our communities, get the information, get the knowledge, and set the next generation up. (laughs) Financially, that was really unfolded for me when I was 25 years old and I said yes to the opportunity have a nursing background what do I know about life insurance literally nothing I'm 25 years old I want to party <laughs> I want to hang out I'm in college like who has time to think about life insurance it's not a sexy topic but I was open because things happen along the way in your life my co-worker presented this opportunity, opportunity to me and here I am speaking to you now in a whole new platform Little did I ever know, but it was because I was open to have a conversation. Absolutely. I'm an active, active trainer. I train agents all across the country, day in, day out, get people (laughs) licensed also. So I definitely have teammates that are licensed in about 42 states as well. So I could definitely help with that. Yeah. Having a transition. I didn't know I needed a transition. I was just open.
0: Hi everybody, my name is Wendy, and I am the host of Wendy World Daily with Wendy Washington. Wendy World Daily with Wendy Washington is Monday through Friday for 15 minutes every morning, exploring and introducing Hollywood's most trending topics to interviewing creative influencers and celebrities. I will be living a world daily of entertainment, fashion, beauty, and lifestyle. I can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and all other podcast platforms. So make sure to subscribe and be ready to download Wendy World Daily with Wendy Washington. I look forward to seeing you there.